The journey we're taking is the journey within you. Everybody has their own story and their own journey to share. Every journey conceals another journey within its lines, the past not taken and the forgotten angle. Listen to the stories from others sharing their triumphs and struggles that led them to where they are today. Welcome to The Journey Within You. I am so excited to have Kim here with me today. You guys, I love bringing women in to share their stories. That's the whole purpose in this podcast is letting people hear about other women's journeys and where it has brought them to from to their past to today. And so, uh, Kim, I want you to share your story with us. Sure. Well, thank you for having me, Laura. Um, I absolutely love that that's the name of your podcast because it is a journey, right? We're mm -hmm. all in this journey. And my story is not necessarily unique in the fact that we suffered huge financial losses. A lot of people, especially around 2008, ours was a little bit before that, um, went through that. What is unique about our story is that we came out the other side as a whole family. Um, we didn't divorce. We still have all of our five kids still like us. And yeah. I can tell they all want to live around us and they're <laughs> all adults now, but they all come home all the time and, mm -hmm. and they spend time with us and they like to do things with us. So I think that part is unique. And I, mm -hmm. I think uh, when you are going through a loss like that and just some of the losses that we went through, we lost our home. Um, we had to uh, went into foreclosure. We ended up moving into a townhome and I had a traumatic um, emergency C-section with my mm -hmm. fourth son during that time. And we got back to the townhouse the day I was released from the hospital and my husband had to go off and try and work and earn some money to feed all of us. Yeah. And I had a knock at my door and it was the sheriff and we were being mm -hmm. evicted from that townhome. And so we went from there to a budget suites and we lived in a budget suites for quite a while. And it was, it was a crazy time. <clears throat> but during that time, we really, really did some things that kept us together and that kept us with a positive mindset. And I really mm -hmm. think that mindset is so, so important. Yeah. We were very blessed to be in circles that talked about mindset and growth mindset and moving forward, no matter what your circumstances, because anybody's circumstances are just a little snippet in time. Right. They don't have to stay that way. Right. And so we were blessed to start learning to do things like not watch the news, right? I mean, how many times do you hear that now? Yeah, Especially yeah. wait, we're on. glued to it. So, yeah. Yes, don't watch the news. Start listening to uplifting podcasts. Start listening to people's stories like mine or like yours where you're going through stuff, but you're getting through it and you're getting mm -hmm. back up again. Mm -hmm. You just have to keep putting that one foot in front of the other. Mm -hmm. And so that's what we did. I mean, my kids... I talk about this story a lot with women. When my kids were little, they were not allowed to ever, ever say the word can't. It was a bad word in our home mm -hmm. because I taught them that can't is a matter of ability and may is a matter of permission. So they were allowed to ask, may I do something or you may not do something or something <laughs> like that. And they actually grew up calling cantaloupes may not elopes because that's, <laughs> it was it was that ingrained into them. And so but they couldn't say the word. That's right. Because we didn't, we just didn't believe in that. We believed that we could do anything that we put our minds to and that God was going, as long as we were blessing God, God was going to bless us, whether that be putting us in the right rooms with the right people and developing mm -hmm. relationships mm -hmm. that would help us, whether personally, professionally, you know, physically, whatever it was, um, we believed that God was going to bless us. And he did. He really did. And then now we have this incredible business. 
So I'm going to ask you, when you were in the budget suites, how many children did you have when you moved in there? We had four. So and we you had one was a newborn. I mean, just born. Yes. Yeah. So just you, I mean, brand new baby. And it was, I am telling you, it was mac and cheese and peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. My yeah, kids to this day. Say, what about, did, did you have to worry <laughs> you know, like diapers and formula? You know, people don't think yeah. about all those it needs was, for a newborn. It was crazy. So we um, got very good at number one. We were not shy about the position we were in because I think a lot of people who start to go they into hide. those kinds of positions, mm -hmm. they hide it. Mm -hmm. um, we were not. And so we were blessed by mm -hmm. the churches that we attended or whatever. Mm -hmm. We were blessed with things. And we were also blessed in the fact that my husband was a hard worker. He, right. he didn't give up either. And so whatever came up, he was willing to do. I mean, I, I remember one time he had been out of work for like 18 months and it mm. was, it was, was crazy during that time trying, it was literally hand to mouth, digging in the couch cushions, looking for quarters, you know, trying to get the next mm -hmm. gallon of milk, that kind of thing. And he was out of work and he had ended up being offered a job that was not going to made, make it financially for us. But we had this huge, strong pull that God was like, take this job. Mm -hmm. And so he took the job and it was going to still be, we were still going to have to figure out how to come up with like $700 a month or something. Mm -hmm. And that day I got a phone call from a church that we had been attending and I had been serving, you know, in different ministries. Cause I love that kind of stuff. Yeah. 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 And I had been serving and I got a phone call saying that they wanted to put me on staff and my wow. stipend was going to be $700. And I was like, <laughs> thank you, Jesus. I will uh -huh. take it. I don't care. And it yeah. was, I ended up being the nursery director for a couple of oh. years at the church. And yeah. it was absolutely just little stories like that all along our journey. God just kept telling us where to go and, and what to do and put us in people's path and people in our path. And right. And did just, you, did you send your kids to school or did you homeschool? I homeschooled during that yeah. whole time too, which is yeah. a whole nother, that's a whole nother bucket. Yes. Oh my it goodness. Is. Um, you know, other things we, we were in Texas, Texas is very homeschool friendly. It's mm -hmm. very, so there are a lot of resources. There are a lot of moms who are willing to share what they know and yeah. things like that. Some of the States we lived in, cause we did move around quite a bit. were not so friendly. And so mm -hmm. That, that opens up a whole nother can of worms. But yes, yeah. I, did, I did homeschool. Um, three of my children actually have graduated from homeschool. Two of wow. them at high school chose to go to public school and graduate right, from public right. school. Right. Um, and only one of them has chosen to go on to university. And he is at the University of Arkansas now. So. Oh, wow. That's yeah, so everybody good. Everybody else has come into the business. So Yeah. So that's another way that kept y'all so connected. Mm -hmm. You know, did. they didn't have to see the outside world in a way and not feel you know, out of place you right. made them feel good in that space that they were in yeah no matter where that space was exactly that budget suites I mean the best part about that was it had a pool so my kids <laughs> were, they didn't care that we were in this little teeny tiny apartment yeah. basically they felt they like they were on vacation all the time pool. yeah exactly and I think yeah. that you know when you start realizing that your your home home is your family it's yeah. wherever your family is yeah. it's not necessarily a place and we right. learned very quickly because we did have to move so much. And so it was just, we got really good at blooming wherever we were planted. Mm -hmm. And that's, mm -hmm. that was that I actually learned that from being a military wife, because Rob was in the military and that was what the same that we all had because you never knew where you were going to be sent or, or where it was right. going to be or what kind of housing you were going to be put up in or anything. Exactly. So we just looked at everything that happened along our journey. So that built you for what mm -hmm. was to come for it sure. Did. 
because that, you know, okay, you know how to handle this, you know how to pack, you know how to get going, you know what to do. Yeah. Wow. And I will say that God is such an incredibly loving father to us, the way that he prepares us for whatever mm -hmm. is coming. Mm -hmm. um, we may not know it at the time. We don't understand it at the right. time. Right. Sometimes we may not even ever get to see the answer or the end of it, but it's, it's beautiful to look back and see how he just walked us through mm -hmm. at the time. It was not fun at the time. No. Oh, I can imagine floor, hard days you know, in a Crying. puddle of tears. Yes. Yeah. Pulling my hair out. So, yeah. but, but now it's absolutely beautiful to see how he brought us through all of that. Yeah. All of that is now. So you're in home base, Texas. That's your home. That's you've mostly been in Texas most of your yeah. life. Were you yeah, born most, and raised in Texas or? No, we're, Rob and I are actually both from Montana. Ah. And yeah. And so we met, um, he that. had come home on leave one time and I was his waitress and that's how we well, met. Wow. So oh, that beautiful waitress story. I know. <laughs> that's cool. It's so good. I love that. See, there's parts I don't know about you. So this is great. Um, yeah. So we, you did waitressing and you met him. We did. We met and it was actually true love at first sight. Um, uh, we were that. engaged and married three months to the day that we met and yep. we have been together ever Same. since. Yeah. We met 30, in January, married years. in March. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's so, so it, beautiful. I love that. Is. And so how long did you stay in Montana? Um, I immediately put in my two weeks. He had to get back to California. And so I put in my two weeks mm -hmm. and flew right out to California with him. Yeah. And then we had we decided we were going to go get married and so we eloped the only person that knew we were eloping was his commanding officer because he had to know <laughs> where to was. um and so we told all the people in california we were going back home to plan the wedding and we told all the people at home we were going on a ski trip and we called them from hawaii and said hey we're, we're married. <laughs> and we did not we didn't see our family for five months because wow. we were in the next duty had to be yeah. Mm -hmm. And so we, we went back at five months and that was another key that we learned very quickly is how to cleave to each other because it was just us out in California. Yeah. We did, my mom wasn't there. Nobody around. There, nobody. And so we literally just really learned how to work together as a team and really cleave to each other and understand that it's our marriage and our, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, you don't have anybody to fall back on. You just, yeah. you got to make it work. Yeah. What about how long did you stay in California? Then where did you go? Um, we stayed in California for five months. Then we went to Maine for about a year and a half. We were oh, in cool Warren, Maine. Yeah, yeah. It's a very cool state. We yeah. were up very, very northeast. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You had to go south to get into Canada. Yeah. Um, and then we went from there to Okinawa where our first son was born. We were in wow. Okinawa for three years. And that was Three an incredible, years. incredible experience. I can imagine um, so. And I flew back and forth. That's when we started building our, our real estate business before we lost everything. I started flying back and forth with my newborn son wow. by myself. Independent and I would come here. back and buy yeah. a property and, you know, start fixing yeah. and get the contractors going and stuff. And then fly back to Verdoken out. That's some yeah. hard work. It, it I, was I've had rental property and that's not easy. And I'm like, okay, I'm done with that. <laughs> Cause I just couldn't yeah. deal with the, what, how they come in and destroy it. And you have to make sure. it over and then sure. you fix it again, but not always yeah. the case, but I was like, okay, I've had my fill of that. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> we can try something new now. Um, yeah. But yeah, so that was all prior to before mm -hmm. you lost everything. Yeah. So we, we did all of that. We ended up in Texas for about six years and my um, next 
well, two sons were born when we were in San Antonio. We lived in San Antonio for about six years. That's right. You were telling me about that. If and you so there. we had our, our three kids. And then that was when, right when I didn't even know I was pregnant yet. Um, Rob had left the military. He got out of the military because uh, we were going to go make a go of, we wanted to do some financial Continue. security stuff. Yeah. And so we got out found out I was pregnant, of course, after he left the military. So of no course. insurance, no anything. Nothing. And um, and that's kind of what started happening. We had we started a financial securities company with a friend that did not go very well because mm. we yeah, we trusted somebody we shouldn't yeah. have. Yeah. And so that kind of started a spiral downhill. And it wasn't, I'm not gonna blame it all on that no. because we we were young, dumb and and rich basically we were rich and we did not make sure we were stable we did not Uh do all the things of course you know that you do now when you're a little bit older and a little bit Uh wiser Uh um and so we just had a lot of fun I mean we had a lot of fun with our kids and then once that downward spiral started it happened very quickly I mean we lost Uh everything in a matter of probably 12 months maybe it it happened very very quickly did the kids ask a lot of questions I mean, were they curious to why things were changing so quickly? They, yeah, a little bit. But the way that I always talked to them was that everything was working out in our favor and that everything was going to be an adventure. And wow. so we we talked to them. I think the one thing that I can remember was a really big deal and it still gets talked about to this day is we had to sell a bunch of like bigger toys that they had. Yeah, you know, yeah. Them and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And, one of them was a rocking horse. It was my oldest son's oh. rocking horse. And his name was Socks. We named him Socks. Yeah. That still gets brought up that we had to sell Socks. So oh. I know that that was- That like, was an impact. He remembers. Yeah. That's yeah. an impact that he remembers. Yeah. But we tried to really instill in our kids that it's not about the things and it's right. not about the place. It's about the people that you're with. And so wherever we went, we tried to do it together. Like if my husband had to go work somewhere, if he had to leave the state or whatever, we tried to keep that to a minimum so that we were always together. Always together. We, our family was the rock. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, that could have so easily gone the other way, mm-hmm. but y'all made the choice to do it differently because you wouldn't be where you are today if it, that no. had gone the other way. Not That's at for all. sure. And- I think the world really tries to get you to go the other way. I can remember having massive amounts of debt collectors call and tell me to get a divorce, that it was Mm -hmm. going to ruin my credit. If I stayed married, I would Mm -hmm. have a better chance if I got divorced, we could separate things, all these things. And I kept saying, this just doesn't feel right. You know? And I remember one time where I was like, God, I don't know what you want me to do. I was literally on my knees crying in the middle of the night. And I was like, I don't understand why we're going through this. Why is this so hard? Because one of my kids that day, this is another hard story. We, we rationed food. I mean, when we had food, we rationed it and he was sitting there doing this. And I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm, I'm hungry. So I'm eating an invisible sandwich. And oh, I, that broke me. That I was like, it. that totally lost it. Yeah. And that night I was like, okay, am I supposed to leave? I don't, I don't understand yeah. what's going on. Yeah. what am I supposed to do? And all I kept hearing was stay and walk through the fire. Don't sit in the oh. fire, walk through the fire. And oh. so that's why I always tell everybody, if you're going through hell, go through it. Don't yeah. sit there. Yeah. Don't build Don't beg to get out of it. Don't, no, you just, know. Go. show me how you can yeah. ask you know and you can let him know that it's scary you know it's he knows scary. you know he's he's gonna be with you through this 
I know yeah. that had to really hurt to see him do that because you're thinking that's my child. I need to feed him, and it I can't. Did. It did, and I can't and give him what he needs at the moment. I remember when we first started, kind of our business started taking off, and we started making money, and we took all of the kids out for really nice steak, a big meal, a real yeah, just really, and we're like they're like what can we get you know because before that it was like you had to make sure it was we're okay. all gonna share this and we're gonna do this yes, yeah. yes and it was like you guys order whatever you want Aww. and that was such a just a fun um kind of relaxing time because mm -hmm. it, it wasn't stressful anymore right right yeah. they got to laugh and just yeah. eat and enjoy the meal yeah without yeah. thinking okay I need to share this with my sister <laughs> or my brother and yes exactly just get a portion yeah Yes. And share the drinks or water. You drink yes. water. Lots of water. Lots <laughs> I used to of water. say that all the time when we sat down for meals. Water, and this is the section you can order from. Exactly. Because there's always one that wants the highest meal on the menu. And I'm like, yes, what are there you is. doing? <laughs> and it's, I, I tell her that all the time. I'm like, I know what you're going to order. It's going to be the most expensive thing on the menu. And I don't know why she does that. She's just drawn to it for some yeah. reason. But she wants to eat it all, you know, have a great exactly. meal. Exactly. So. So you've got through that part of your life and where you um, were struggling really hard. And then what turned when you started growing again and, and seeing the light, maybe I should so say. We we always have believed in owning your own business, always. Um, I, I really think it's really hard to um, break into any kind of success unless you start really owning your own business mm -hmm. at some point, whether it's a side business, primary business, traditional network marketing, whatever it is. I, I think everybody needs to own their own business mm -hmm. and we've always followed that path. And so the Lord just really directed us and set us up with relationships. And we met a gentleman 20 years ago who knew it was going to lead to what it led to now, no. who was in the same business that we're in now, which is the commercial water business. And it, it was all about relationships. And mm -hmm. so we met that gentleman and that ended up introducing us to other people who mm -hmm. were in it. And so we just started learning about it when we couldn't afford to do anything. We learned a you lot. Learn. Right. Yeah. Feed the you soul, feed the mind. Then yep. Exactly. You yep. get in those rooms and you yes. you're quiet, right? Never yep. be the smartest person in the room and never talk the most in the room, always yep. listening. And so we just really learned a lot and got around a lot of different people. And it got to the point where our kids were older and we wanted, we'd always wanted to have some kind of a legacy business. And we said, mm -hmm. okay, this is the time. And we actually launched our business during COVID when everything else was folding and ours took off like crazy. And once again, God had us back in Texas and mm -hmm. it was like, thank God he did because Texas was one of the only States that was still open. Right. You didn't, wow. yeah. there were still yeah. businesses open so there was and there purpose still operations. In that. And a lot of the the things that made us scrappy, I guess, or gave us grit that whole time gave us that during COVID because a lot of the front parts of businesses were open, but there were or were closed, but their warehouses were all still open. Yeah. My boys are go-getters and we raised them to be that way. And so they would go around to the back and they'd start talking to the warehouse guys. Well, during COVID, the warehouse guys happened to be the owners because people couldn't. Because <laughs> they were the only owners, ones working. But the owners were yeah. there making sure their businesses yeah. were still running. And so it just, it was such a huge, huge blessing. And it just took off like crazy. And we just keep growing exponentially year after year. We've, you know, mm. been in business just a little over four years now. And it, it's, it's been amazing. So, so explain your business, what it okay. is. 
Sure. So, um, you know, the five gallon jugs that you go into waiting yeah. rooms and you'll see those coolers and stuff. Yeah. We do not do that. We get rid of those for businesses. We come in and we put in a really sleek, nice looking point of use cooler. It taps right into their water source. It gives um, it the way our water is better is it's filtered. It's like uh -huh. filter. right, got a nice all different filter. kinds of filters uh -huh. depending on what that business needs. But our machines do a lot of different things. They have uh -huh. ice, they have cold, they have hot, they have ambient, they have sparkling. They can do distilled. Ah, I mean, how we, cool. we just do whatever that business needs. We really yeah. go in and we talk to those business owners and we find out what they need. We what customize it. And we customize it for them. And that's one of the things that sets us apart is we're, we're family operated. We totally understand as a business standpoint from a business owner that we need to do whatever works for them, not right. try and make them fit into our box. Right. Right. And that's so good. Now, do you have franchises or do you just do so we right now we are looking at, I would like to get, I don't know if franchise is necessarily the right word. Word. Yet, yeah. Sure, yeah. But I would like or to partners start helping. Or, yeah. Partnerships, yeah. mentorships, I don't something, yeah. but yes, we do have plans to mentor people in all 50 States um, and get, get some other families going also, because we have blessed, we have been so, so blessed mm -hmm. and I want to do the same thing for other families because mm -hmm. This is just one of those things where you can make a business out of anything. You don't even know it's out there. Right. You right. stumble into it. Oh, I still so, believe that. Yeah. Yeah. So I, yeah. we do, we do have plans I mean, probably be in the next 12 to 18 months, but yeah. You know, people laugh and think, what is your business? We do chainsaw training. Exactly. <laughs> and they look at you like chainsaw training. And I'm like, yes, for over 30 years, that man has been successful in doing chainsaw training. And that is our business and it has thrived and done so well. And now we've had to shift. But right. God is opening doors for him and the, you know, doing the, um, a virtual and right. which is very still, you know, 2020 brought that into our world big time. So now it has carried on because people say, Hey, this is easier. I can set yeah. my, my employee down and they can get the training and boom, they're done. You know, they don't have to yeah. schedule all the people coming in. They can do one at a time, two at a time. So we really have been promoting and doing, and then we have two guys out there now doing our training for us to help keep the business growing sure. and doing but it's yeah. just, yeah, they're like, and as I say, yeah, you know, you just, if you have a passion, don't be afraid to do it because yeah. it, it can bring you income, you know, is, and I think God gives you those talents and we sometimes ignore the talent. We think it's not worthy or going to make any sense to other people. Yeah. If it makes sense between you and God, that's all that matters. Right. I think the other thing that's important that I just heard you say too, was that you guys adapted and that's, yeah. that's a huge skill that you can learn it. it yeah. It's not just an innate thing. You can actually learn it. And one of the books that I read years ago is called who moved my cheese. And hmm. it's, it's a little analogy about two little mice, but uh. it's really, really good in teaching you how to start thinking and becoming adaptable because sometimes I see business owners hanging so, you know, they're clenching to their yeah. passion so hard that yeah. they don't want to change anything, even though everything right. around them is changing. And right. so you'll see people start to get into that downward spiral because mm -hmm. they're too afraid to let go and change something. So I think that's super, super important. I love that you said that. Well, I had to have that conversation with him in 2020 because he was like, how do you do virtual chainsaw? You know, because yeah. he's hands-on sure. and he's an excellent yeah. teacher. And he was like, I'm not doing that. I was like, you're going to have to do that <laughs> because if we want to keep something rolling here, we've got to figure out the new right. ways. And right. so he started investing and doing and getting the equipment. And now he's got an amazing studio in there 
I just love it. I get, and he's taught me and we've learned to do these things, you know, virtually. So he's growing and growing in that, in that line of work now, still being able to do his passion. I mean, he's not out in the woods, but at least he's still getting to communicate and, and teach what he knows. And so, yeah, it's, you have to pivot, you have to you learn do. and be flexible. And that's a word that I adapted a long time ago, you know, being flexible and smile. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it's okay. It's going to work out. Um, and I know God's in all the too. details. Exactly. And that was the other thing too, is that you don't have to be miserable just because right. you're going through. Oh, I hate that. Crap, and I say right? that. You don't oh, have I hate to be that. miserable. It's and a I, choice. Yep. And I was asked that all through since August, how are you smiling so much? I'm here and he's here yeah. and God has held us all the way through it. Sad yeah. days. Yes. You know, like you say, I've been on the floor crying. I've been outside crying. I'm, it's not been easy, Yeah. but he has led us through it. He's provided every need that we've not lacked one need at all. So, you know, how do you, how do you stay in that misery? Exactly. I just want to get people and like, look at me, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Allow God to work through you and see the beauty in all of the mess, you know? Yes. Absolutely. You got to. I mean, look at you now. You maybe not while you're going through it, always seeing everything, but afterward you can go mm -hmm. back. You said now and you see how he just he got you through all those hard days. Yeah. Every and yeah. your kids are thriving. I know. You know? They didn't yeah. take that, oh, my mom and dad, they put us in this, you know. Yeah. I had that mentality. You kept them at a level where they always felt up. They didn't have yes. to feel at that level. Yeah, and we, I mean, like I said, we did goofy things like the, the cantaloupe, man, yeah. made antelope stuff. And we did stuff like if they were grumpy or whatever, I would make them stand in front of a mirror and say, I'm a happy boy, or I'm a happy girl 10 times mm -hmm. until they were <laughs> laughing at themselves. So, yeah. I mean, we did silly things like that, but it worked. And we mm -hmm. listened and listened and listened to, you know, John Maxwell over and over and over again mm -hmm. with our kids. And my kids grew up reading those books. And oh, that's awesome. So it's just, I think. Empowering them. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. not just, you know, leaving them. Looking at the negative of everything around them. Yeah. 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 Well, Kim, I just love your beautiful story. And I think it will inspire others. You know, you think that sometimes there, I mean, there are people going through that, but your uniqueness of how you kept the positivity in it and didn't take the other route that you could have. But I love to ask um, my guests, what is something that you love to collect? Ooh. Okay. So non-tangible things would be experiences and memories. Um, mm. I, everywhere we travel now, we do something that's unique. Yes. I'd love to. I do too. I do yeah. that. Um, as far as things that like collections around my home or anything like that, Rob and I always pick up seashells or rocks wherever we go. Mm -hmm. um, and of course, I'm on a farm. So chickens and cows. Chickens. Yeah. yeah all yeah. that kind of stuff. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah. I love that too. That resonates with me big time. I have <laughs> jars of, of shells sitting everywhere. I did yeah. kind of bring it down, condensed it when we moved. I was like, okay, I can bring it into one thing <laughs> yeah. instead of having so many everywhere. And then chickens. Oh, I've had my share of chickens. My hallway <laughs> used to be just tubs of when I incubator you know and do oh, all the yes. hatching in yeah. the spring and that's all you heard in the in the springtime is all these chirping down the hallway <laughs> till they were big enough to go outside yep. I had one cow we had um hmm. we had a friend in my dad's church that had a had twins and he needed it to get fed so he brought it sure. over for my granddaughters to experience the feeding of a cow and all oh. she was the beauty she was so sweet and um we had her until she started getting really bigger and we knew that we were not 
able to accommodate her in sure. the way that she needed. And plus us handling her, I didn't want you know anything happening because Tim was traveling at the time when I was raising the girls. Yeah. And so my hay guy, I was like, I know you raise cows. Would you like to take this one and, you know, for my hay? And I would love to have her in a good place, not killed. Yeah, not food, not food. And yeah. so, cause she's just, you know, we love her. And he said, oh yeah, yeah, she's beautiful. And maybe I can get some good calf up of her. She has produced for him the most beautiful oh, cattle. Beautiful. He says, you can call her across the, the path and she'll come running. And his grandson got real attached. Aww. So I know she's sticking around That's and awesome. she's huge, but yeah, I can relate to the farm life. We had a great, God blessed us to get and have to do that. And collecting those things real quickly when you start having animals you start wanting more because <laughs> oh, they're so yeah. fun yeah. yeah I've got I've got like 20 chickens and eight goats and mm -hmm. three cows right now because I've got two um mama cows and then I've got a bull that we're renting I didn't even know that was a thing I, I know not... is that not crazy it's I oh, know yeah. so we just like called sure. up it was another relationship thing called yeah. up a guy and said, yeah. Hey, and he said, sure, I'll drop them off. I was like, okay. <laughs> So he's like, oh my goodness, my girls for a couple months, but that's yeah. just nuts. Yeah. Fun. Yeah. Well, I've enjoyed this so much. I have too. And thank you. I really appreciate it. You coming yeah. on. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it too. Absolutely. Love you. I love Thank you for joining my podcast today. We all have a story to share. Each story has purpose and makes an impact to you, the listener, creating a journey with passion and purpose. The journey we're taking is the journey within you. Please share with others and subscribe below.